Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, welcome back. We're back. It's almost like we were gone for a week, but we weren't. <laughs> welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That is professional scrum trainer day there, Todd Miller. Oh, which way do I point for you? Look we get together each and every day to help you do your Scrum just a little bit better. We're both co-authors. We wrote Fixing Your Scrum, Practical Solutions to Common Scrum Problems. We teach the catalog of Scrum.org courses. Mm -hmm. Check all that stuff out in the description. Drop us a line. Leave us a comment. Like and subscribe so you never miss a video. All right. And leave your questions. Your questions magically turn into videos. It's crazy how that happens. Today's question comes from Daniel in one of the comments left recently. Daniel asks, should a scrum team replace code reviews with mob programming? All right, Todd, I think the premise of this question is that since we're a mob, mob programming, let's define this real quick. It's when it's it's an entire team with one keyboard working together collaboratively to to design, develop, and deploy code together as one mm -hmm. cohesive unit. Um, a code review back in the day, a two programmers or three or a group would get together and look at lines of code and see how people were, were using patterns and applying different uh, frameworks and methods. And there would be like a formal code review process or practice that would occur um, in order to um, help make sure quality was high and that more junior programmers were getting some good mentoring and some some training from more senior programmers and just a good collaborative activity as well. So with those two basic... Well, there's uh, just a kind of... There, there could be a different way that we look at code review too, because that, that's right. a definition, right? Because a code review could also be like a lot of the tools we have have like a gated review where you check right. it in and it says, hey, ready for code review, but it actually doesn't hit trunk or whatever branch hopefully you're working on trunk it doesn't hit whatever branch it's supposed to get checked into right. without somebody else looking at it reviewing Perfect. it maybe providing some comments that could be happening too yeah and so todd what do you think on this can or should mob programming replace the practice of code reviews i think they're two different things man yeah i don't i don't i mean that's just like saying uh because we're gonna mob program should we stop pair programming 
No. No, I, I think these are two different tools uh, along the same line as Todd. I think they both have uh, their purpose. I think there's a place for each one of them. Um, the problem that I would have with replacing code reviews with mob programming is that mob programming would become mandatory. And I don't think it's the kind of practice that you want to make mandatory. You know, there are times where Todd and I work together on things, right? When we're designing workshops or we're writing chapters of a book or we're working on videos or ideas or, or classes. There are also times where we both kind of go our own ways and work on our own. I would hate to be in a situation where we had to pair 100% of the time. It just isn't, yeah. it, it's not always going to be the right fit for work. Plus to Todd's point about the way that he framed code reviews, I thought that was really smart. You know, there could be some some regulations, some some real reasons, perhaps even in your definition of done that, look, two sets of eyes have to be on this. They have to do a, you know, some very specific things, some very specific checks. Um, there could be some automated, um, you know, cyclometric uh, complexity measurements and different automated reviews. I think I said that right. Cyclomatic um, complexity. Cyclomatic complexity. Thank you. As as you all know, I'm not great at pronouncing things on this show, so I'm I'm working on it though. Um, so there could be some really great things that come out of that as well. And so yeah, these are two different tools, two different purposes. I would hate to to live on a on a on a team where mob programming or pair programming or even solo programming is mandated 100% of the time. And I fear that's where we would go if we tried to replace code reviews with that practice. Yeah, I, I just I just can't see having to having to, like you said, pair all the time. I mean, pair yeah. programming with another person is exhausting. Mob programming is really exhausting. I, I just don't think this is something that you do all day, every day. Now, that does beg the question, should you code review everything? And from my experience is, is I really like this practice. I really like the practice of when you when I check in code that it alerts and everybody gets a notice. Todd checked in some code. Can someone in the can some other developer grab that, take a look at it, and see the changes, or maybe grab yep. Todd and we sit down, and we talk about what I changed and why I changed it that way, uh, and then and then that person checks it in and it goes into trunk or whatever branch we're working on. Right. I think that I really like that practice. Um, I, I think that a lot of the tools uh, are either binary, it's either on or it's not. So you have to you have to code review everything, meaning even if I check in a bug that took me 30 seconds to fix, someone else has to look at it uh, and, 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 and push it to branch to the branch or again, trunk, hopefully you're working in trunk. Um, well, there's separation of duties that, that sometimes are, are mandatory. If you're working in a financial uh, system, for example, or like if there's regulations like the FDA, um, sometimes it's just required that someone else pushes to prod instead of the originator of the code. So I don't think these these two things replace each other. Now, could mob programming, Todd, or pair programming make your code review smoother? Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I think that we're all gonna we're all gonna probably arrive at the patterns and practices that make us a good team together faster, and new practices and patterns as new uh, as new uh, problems that we're trying to solve emerge. Right. I, I do, and I've pretty much had a longstanding uh, stance that that pairing is exhausting, um, and and it can't be a hundred percent of the time. There's some people that would disagree with me on that, uh, but I really like the practice of code reviews. You know, Visual Studio for Studio, for instance, has a has a really good process, or it's not really Visual Studio. It's now Azure DevOps. Azure DevOps carries that yeah. process through and hooks into Visual Studio for it. it makes it really nice and easy. And um, yeah, so I really, I really do like the practice of. of code yeah, reviews. so let's not uh, let's not turn code reviews into a negative thing. 
think they're a very positive practice. So is mob programming, so is pair programming. Each has their place, each has their application. And as Todd said, code reviews could be a really great thing. Yeah. You know what? I think it's end screen time. Let's do it. Like we said before, be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a video. Thank you, Daniel, for that question. You know what, y'all? Leave us some more questions. We're more than happy to turn those into videos, too. Check out the socials. Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn are very active. We still haven't figured out the gram. We're working on it. Some videos are going to pop up. We think you might like them. The YouTube algorithm thinks so, too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward. Do some great things. Try a, try a code review if you haven't done one in a while. Let us know how it goes in the comments, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.